Welcome back to episode 128 of the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. This is Lorraine Sink, host and writer of videos. Of videos. I just like your inflection. You don't sound (laughs) sure of yourself. This is a problem. I was just trying to do Judy's (laughs) style. (laughs) Vocal fry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Adri Cowan. I am the senior social media manager. And I'm Sana Almanet, the director of content and character development, period. And we all have colds. Yeah, (laughs) we're all sick. So we're all snuffy. That's all right. Everything's fine. Um, Okay, so welcome to the last episode of 2016. We've had a banging year. Um, We want to kind of just sit down and get together before we all disappear for the holidays to talk about some of our favorite moments from 2016. Um, And I feel like, you know... We always talk about our panels at San Diego and New York, but like this year, our panel at San Diego was like amazing. It was so cool. It was such a great group of all the fact that all four of us were there. Plus, we had um, Margaret Stoll, we had the three amazing epic ladies from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, G. Willow Wilson was sitting yeah. next to me. Yeah. Anne Foley, we had Elizabeth Hentridge, Ming Now Wen, and Chloe Bennett. And uh, they told a great story of uh, Elizabeth falling oh. into the pool. <laughs> well, she was talking to Tom Holland. She was like, hey, kid, let me show you the ropes. And then turned around and walked face first into a pool. Well, because, oh, because, because Chloe had come up to her and said, there are churros. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and Elizabeth said, hang on a second. Turned around and went straight to a pool. And what was amazing is I was... I had I had witnessed like five minutes afterwards, and I just saw a wet Elizabeth Hensridge <laughs> and uh, a shoeless Chloe Bennett, and and Ming, had Mingna. Oh no, she was wearing sunglasses the next day. I'm sorry, but a very very drunk <laughs> Mingna Wen, who by the way realized her shirt was on or dress was on backwards, and asked me to cover her while she completely turned her entire dress around in the middle of. The EW party. So lots of activity happening <laughs> at that event. I mean, I feel like, you know, we've got to the point at the panels now that we can have sort of this, like, really easy and um, fun conversations because th- this is, like, we brought women together and we can and, and people see it. And it, it was the largest panel we've ever had at a convention. It was full to the brim, lined out the door, it, and everyone laughed. That was That's always my important things. Yeah, it was it was a fun, it was a really fun a panel, and and it's really cool to think about when we first started doing these panels and how uh, there was like ten people in the room and a bunch of us talking about really not I don't know what we were talking about in those first few panels because we didn't even have like books to talk about. There was like no female led uh, comics at that point. Yeah. Definitely no television shows. I think, but that, but that point it was more of like a show of force. We were trying to get people to understand that there were women that worked in the industry and like, and a lot of times it was just like comic writers up there talking about what they did. It was very inspirational though. I always felt like, like the early uh, panels and stuff that I got to see before I was even around were like very like, yeah, you can do it. And like, here's how you mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. And that I think was really special too. 
And now women are like, I know I can do it. <laughs> it's so much work. <laughs> That's the part we leave out. <laughs> but you can do it. And on top of that, we had our 50th, a uh, 50th, our 100th podcast this yeah, year. Yeah, that was right. really fun. We pulled together a live event in New York City at Barnes & Noble. Um, they were great at hosting our event. Um, we had some great ladies that worked in the New York City Netflix crew that come out and for us to do like our first real live event outside of a convention was phenomenal, and to be able to pull it together in such a short time frame. Yeah, we want to do more. You yeah, know, we want to figure out, you know, ideally how we can do it maybe around comic conventions. But um, outside of that, like where where should we be going? Are there other bookstores? Are there other spaces within the city outside of the city where you guys want us to be? Um, and to, uh, you know, maybe you guys can bring in some more fans as well to connect with us. So hopefully we can start doing that in the next year or yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, you guys tell us. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you do people us. listening to this. Hey, we, you can, we can take a road trip. <laughs> we actually had a fan in Hawaii <laughs> that let us know that um, his local his local comic book shop, which who I believe are is owned by women, um, does like a woman events like every once in a while. So he let us know. And I was like, that was really great. And I was like, you should suggest to them to bring the women of Marvel out <laughs> where it's warm and sunny. But yeah. yeah. Where are you at, Valkyries? Yeah, you ladies and comic shops. If you have conventions that are looking for suggestions for guests or panels, you know, hit them up and let it, let them know to request us to come out. We can bring other women with us. The end. Yes, yay! Uh, and what I love that we've also been able to do um, on this podcast is launch the Voices of Marvel segment, which was um, is very incre- is very important to us. Um, obviously, we launched uh, Women of Marvel. Uh, panels and podcasts to make sure that we engage with the female fan base, but really it was more about just engaging with the fans out there who didn't feel like they were represented, who didn't feel like they belong to the community and trying to create a a safe space um, for for all of you, for all of us. Um, And that really has been working, um, as you guys know. And Voices of Marvel is really just an extension of that sentiment Um, a way to celebrate the incredible voices who have contributed to Marvel over the years, but also, you know, highlight some of the new voices that are coming in who might not be traditional comics writers or creators, artists, um, but people who are bringing something very distinct to uh, the Marvel family of stories. And um, these are people we're very excited about and we're very, very grateful for, for giving us uh, their time. Um, obviously, for example, Tanisi Coates, who uh, decided he had the time and willingness to write comics for us, which is huge. Um, although I think he thinks we're doing him a favor, which is <laughs> because he's a big nerd. He's a big, big nerd and he loves comics. But we actually launched the first Voices of Marvel segment with him. A few. When did we launch it? A few months ago. We launched it. Uh, wait, I'm looking at the list. I think it was like May. Something like it that. It came out with the first That's issue. That's right. It Black was Panther. April. Yes, it was when uh, Black Panther number one came out. It is episode so. ninety for those who yes. um, want to go back and look. Um, and we had such a great conversation with him. He was super psyched and gave us a, a quite a bit of time, actually. Yeah. Even though we were talking to him while he was in Paris. 
I almost felt not worthy like talking <laughs> to him. I was like, I cannot compete with your intelligence in any way. Yeah. Please, can I listen to you talk more? Yeah. <laughs> I had to, I feel like I had to bring like big words. I think I wrote yeah. down some big words to make sure I just <laughs> drop it. Your word of the day it. calendar you brought in, flipping through. This is how you show you're smart. <laughs> I feel like we should have him on again, like and in, in a, like at the year and talk to him about sort of a, as he's like you know, written now all these comics and sort of the different world because, you know, now he's done, he's gone to the, to New York Comic Con and signed and done all these things. Yes, he's really gone in, into the other side of the comics world. He was just a fan before, so I think he, we, I think we scared oh, him a he's little. one of us. Yeah, on the, on, at New York Comic Con, this past New York Comic Con, I guess, I think he left like on the second day. And he, like, ran out of there. He's like, I just, I got to go. He's like, I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. I'm like, ah, we understand. Well, we've, we've had some great people on with the Voices of Marvel. We've talked to Chelsea Kane. We've talked to Christos and Ruth Gage. Cage, um, Gage. 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 <laughs> Not Cage, Nicholas Cage. Cage. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be very different. different. Yeah. I did once interview him for Marvel, though. But that was a long time yeah. ago. He's also a comics fan. I did kind of work with him at the last company I hey. <laughs> worked with. He did a comic book with his son. Uh, so. We just talked to Yana Harvey uh, two weeks ago. Um, we've talked to Roxanne Gay. Um, who else? Uh, Brian Bendis, actually. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a big one. He's 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 done some great work for us, and um, I think it was important that we highlighted it. Yeah. It, so it not, not that he's it not, that he's not famous. <laughs> I know we made him famous by winning on the women of Marvel. <laughs> and uh, we've had some. I I feel like this year we've done really well at extending our uh, sort of our voice to not not just comics this year. We've talked to scientists from CERN. Um, that the, was amazing. The Sirens. The Sirens. With our own Tamara Krinsky. Uh, she's part of a group called uh, Sirens, which is a group of actresses that are advocates for science uh, and and sci- science education, and they're awesome and funny and they were interesting. Great. And we've done some stuff with, obviously we did the covers with the ESPNW, and we talked to uh, a couple of the ladies from ESPNW. We've done, we've talked to a couple other uh, sports ladies. Um, I talked to a skateboarder for the X Games. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that that's, I mean, to me that's sort of what I try to do. Like, who else can we talk to that's that's a comic fan that happens to be a woman working in their industry and, and also needs, you know, the voices to be heard because I think that's important. And, I, you know, in this year, obviously a continuation of last year, we talked to a lot of the ladies on the sets and um, not only in the front but also behind the scenes, uh, costume designers from uh, Stephanie Masolensky to Anne Foley. Um, we've talked to uh, a couple of the people from um, Daredevil Season 2, uh, and we've got more upcoming from some other the the other those those upcoming shows the Iron Fists and the Defenders. Fists. It's just one fist. Yeah, just a singular. It's just a singular fist. He puts his fist together and it becomes one fist. Yeah, just one fist. That's how that's how comics work. Yeah, the other fist is like busy getting the chi going. <laughs> okay, let's back out of that one. Back out of that one, real quick. So sadly, um, Adrian just had to step out because of work things. But uh, uh, let's. And so, what I want to say, um, although I'm sad that Adrian is now left, but 
the events that we've been doing, not just conventions, but um, other events was great. Um, Sana and I and Lorraine went to Y'all West mm-hmm. in L.A. in Santa Monica yeah. with Margaret Stoll's event, which was amazing. To I've never I'm like I read books, but I didn't realize how how female the YA world was until I was there. And I was like, look at all these women. This is amazing. Well, so just for some context, guys, Y'all West is uh, is the Young Adult uh, Literature Festival um, that Margaret Stoll and really a bunch of her young adult author cronies um, host (laughs) twice a year, I believe. Uh, One on the West Coast, one on the East Coast. They just had their East Coast. Um, Well, it's not... What is it on these calls? Uh, South Carolina, I think. Yeah, but it's not called Y'all West. It's, like, it's, it's called, called Y'all East. Y'all East. Oh, <laughs> easy. I thought it was yes. Y'all Fest. Y'all is Fest. Y'all Fest? I think it's Y'all, y'all Fest, Fest, but there's Y'all West and Y'all East. Yes. So they they all kind of rhyme, so just Google it. It's super hip. It's super <laughs> hip. But what I loved about it, I was a big young adult um, novel fan growing up. It's really, I mean, I thought I was going to work in book publishing for a while, but um, it was cool to sort of still see that community thriving and the fact that you know, people are, are still reading books, and I still like those books. Like, I'm, you know, yeah. now in my 30s, and I'm like, oh, I want to I wanna know what's going on, and, you know, I can read the same books my niece is reading. And um, what's cool is that we've been able to, uh, in the Marvel world, um, now start doing some young adult novels of our own. So we've got the Black Widow novels that Margaret Stoll is writing. Um, we have an up-and-coming Miles Morales young adult novel, which Ooh, I'm super excited that's about. That's awesome. I yes. hadn't heard about that yet. Written by Jason Reynolds. Um, that is coming out next year. We're also doing some fun middle-grade books. Um, uh, Squirrel Girl, namely, which is coming out in February uh, by Shannon and Tina Hale, which is really, really adorable. If you guys are Squirrel Girl fans, you will absolutely love this book. If you're not, you will absolutely love this book. It's it, you'll you'll fall in love uh, uh, with um, Squirrel Girl almost immediately. They so, they also yeah. as people are yeah. hilarious. Are so funny. Yeah, um, I think that. She, they, she was telling Shannon was telling me that they have a whole, like a whole page of just names of squirrels that yeah. is literally just a page yeah. of names. I feel completely enthralled to read it. Yeah. I'm excited. And also, I mean, like Sh- Shannon has written like five thousand bajillion books. She has something like twenty books on the New York Times bestseller list, which is yeah. from a wide range of like child, like young young adult to adult fiction. And it's amazing to sort of meet someone who has such a plethora of writing skills and background and to be on tour with them because we also did um, the Black Widow uh, tour with them again this year for Red Vengeance for Red Vengeance and that was so much fun to, mm-hmm. to travel with them and uh, with, with Margie who is phenomenal and amazing uh, so yeah and there's this whole female community out there who uh, loves stories about you know strong women with also their own sort of personal issues and um, who sort of kind of come into themselves. That's really what the young adult world is about. And we have books and stories on the Marvel side that really tell very similar stories. So it's really cool to sort of align uh, the two and do it with such incredible, incredible talent. So uh, P.S. Holiday season is uh, is in front of us. So if you guys want to pick up any gifts, I would highly recommend um, the books that we have coming out, uh, and of course, Squirrel Girl. Granted, it's in February, but you know, belated gifts. Come it's on, coming. Yeah, and, and we also have an Iron Man book too. And we do. We have an Iron Man uh, middle grade book um, by Owen Colfer, who is also another uh, big, uh, big talent um, in the wide middle grade space. So, 
um, we have a some some good stuff coming out. And props to Disney Publishing, who are our partners on these books, who've been doing a really great job in getting the talent and putting the books out there. Yeah, and I love this like emerging of you know a lot of, of these two communities, and and for us, for for specifically Margie to extend her hand to us all the time to let us come on tour with her and go to the events. Yeah. That's always. I mean, I. Big thanks to Margaret Stoll. If you're listening, we love you. You're great. Um, and she we really also, help us out. We did an interview with her just recently uh, talking about Red Vengeance and her writing process and the world. And Captain Marvel. And now Captain she's Marvel. the writer of Captain Marvel. So, Which I think just had its first issue come out today. Today. Yes. Yeah, so there we, we had the prequel to the new series, which is issue zero, which is a bit of a primer of the world Carol lives in and what she's coming from and where she's going to next. So um, definitely check it out. It's a really great story. Gets you caught up on who Carol Danvers is before her big number one launch uh, next January. Um, uh, The series is written by Margaret Stoll, drawn by Ramon Rizonis. And uh, I should say issue zero was drawn by Marco Faella. So... Um, I'm very, very excited. I just put issue one out the door yesterday, and it was just such a great, it's beautiful, a really, really great issue. So, yeah, look for that podcast to come up. Um, it'll be going uh, with episode, uh, issue one. So oh, great! Be, oh, yeah, in January, in January, yes. upcoming. So, I mean, I feel like we we've done so many podcasts this year. Um, you know, obviously. We just hit our 125. We've got our 150th coming up in 2017. And I feel like it's such a wide range of things. You can obviously listen to these all out of order. You can listen to them all again. If you really want to, please go listen to them again. They're all there. (laughs) We're also on SoundCloud now, which is great. So one more way for you to subscribe um, or listen or download the app. Um, It's just soundcloud.com slash marvel. Uh, and we've got some some pretty fun things happening in 2017 that we're really excited for. Um, got more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcasts uh, with some of the behind-the-scenes going on, especially all around Ghostwriter. Um, we've got, uh, we'll be doing an interview with Shannon and Dean Hale for the Squirrel Girl book. Um, and we've got even more. So obviously, if you guys always have suggestions for who we want to talk to, you can always email us at womanof at marvel.com. Um, and we are reading and watching and listening. We're going to take a short pause from our year in review to bring you a quick message from our sponsor, Loot Crate has assembled the Marvel gear and goods crate for the ultimate Marvel fan. This crate will feature official Marvel items like collectible home goods, apparel, and more every other month. Their theme this month is Super Science, and the kitchen is the hidden laboratory of the home. So give it a Marvel-style upgrade with uniquely designed wares, apparel, and more featuring the greatest minds in the Marvel Universe. This crate features items from your favorite Marvel superstars like Ant-Man, the Black Panther, MODOK, and more. Plus, the crate is an $80 value for just $39.99. So give your kitchen the Marvel upgrade at lootcrate.com slash marvelgear. And for those first-time customers, use code MARVELWOMAN for $3 off your purchase. So head over to lootcrate.com slash marvelgear to get your crate. Now we return back to the podcast.
Well, we have like, I think, two more favorites that we oh, wanted we? to go through, right? Yeah. There's one I want to hear oh, right. about Is... in particular, but I think I'm going to go and then I'm going to ask well, the question. Well, let's talk about that time that you met the President of the United States. Yes. Yeah, so that is probably the highlight of 2016 <laughs> slash my life, was that I was able to go to the Women's History Month reception at the White House and introduce a president and uh, talk about comics in front of a group of really powerful women and, of course, the president of the United States. Um, and introduce was, the president. And introduce the president, yes. Can but, we talk about what he smells like and how tall he is? He's very tall. I have I always want to know how people smell because I'm a like, creep. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what he smelled like because I think I was like... Is it power? It <laughs> definitely smells like like power and handsomeness, Aww. you know? there's just There is a smell for <laughs> handsomeness. You know there is, right? <laughs> Is beautiful, like just like the pools of his eyes, like it. The, ugh, I just kind of fell into them, <laughs> um, but it was really, uh, really incredible and really cool. To, you know, obviously we talked about Ms. Marvel, um, but talked about that there has been so much um, progress in terms of representing women in comics, but diversity, uh, the progress we've made within diversity, and also reminding people there that. This isn't, you know, a sort of a, a trend that we need to jump in on, that this is sort of life and we need to just represent that. We're not doing something just to sell comics, even though it's good business to represent the world and tell stories about the world. Um, but it's just a, a fact of life, and that's really how we're going to start normalizing conversations about um, about minorities uh, and about different genders and... Um, life choices, and, and I think that's extremely, uh, that's how you change the culture, is by changing um, the big aspects of culture, which is storytelling, um, and the people behind those those stories. So, awesome, awesome experience. Um, but, so that was very exciting for me, uh, but earlier, Lorraine mentioned... <laughs> Something that I need to know a little bit more because this is her highlight. Like I'm talking about President of the United States, and this, I feel like I feel like yours might eclipse mine yeah. a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. But we were talking about our highlights <laughs> of of the podcasts that we've done. And so I got to interview Rachel McAdams, who is in Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange, which was very exciting. I interviewed her, I think, the morning of the premiere. So I was about to go do pr that premiere that night. And it's a busy morning. Uh, and I'm just going to cut to the quick of it. I hung up on Rachel McAdams. <laughs> uh, so if anyone is sort of in the millennial category or on the millennial cusp, you know that you don't talk on the phone very often. <laughs> and God forbid you talk on the phone and then another person calls. So I'm doing a phone interview with Rachel McAdams. We're having a lovely chat. We've just started. Uh, we're, we're talking away, and she is lovely. She's an absolute gem of a human being. And I get another call, and I hit ignore call, because that's what you should do when you're talking to Rachel <laughs> McAdams. But apparently, because I was not paying attention, I was also trying to record this thing, I hit hang up on Rachel McAdams. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so, That's in the new iOS feature, yeah. right? Hang up on Rachel McAdams. <laughs> and then it's like, someone else from a PR company talking to me about a different interview, and I'm like, I just hung up on Rachel McAdams. How can we make that not be what is happening? And so she's like, I'm going to call Rachel McAdams and tell her to call you back. And I was like, thank you. So we got off the phone. Rachel McAdams called me back, 
And then we had a wonderful conversation. <laughs> but through the magic of Judy Stevens' editing, <laughs> it sounds like it didn't happen at all. Thank goodness. And she was totally great about it. Hopefully she got to eat a banana and drink a glass of water like a normal person. So you think. I feel like that was like her, her low light of 2016. <laughs> She's like, oh, that time that I was being interviewed by Marvel's Lorraine Sink. <laughs> and then she dropped me like a hot rock. Who does she think she is? <laughs> That's me, you guys. If I get a big celebrity on the phone, <laughs> click. <laughs> uh, and then I forced her to choose which Sherlock she liked better since she had worked with both Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock and she was in the film with BBC Sherlock. And what did she say? She was very diplomatic and didn't choose. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, they both are great in different ways. Benedict Cumberbatch, I'm just saying it, that was my favorite. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna also choose sides because I just really love that series. Not that I don't love the film also. I like them in different ways. Look at me picking both oh, of them. Rachel. Mm. <laughs> I, do, I, I like I like the movies because of the costuming. Is a little oh, it because is very it's, cool. it's historical, not necessarily historically accurate, but historical. Because no, yeah, Rachel McAdams would punk. not wear yeah. a neon fuchsia dress, although that is a great scene. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was like Benedict's like fidgeting or his crazy hair, but I, I yeah. just, I'm so drawn. Yeah, I love the way that they just show his sort of like mental power of like. You know, they show it visually on the screen. I feel like it's That's very, yes. it, it kind of like changed the genre of some of that stuff. That's very you know comic I mean? booky. It's very, very I mean, comic I booky. Like I think that's why. Yeah, that's no, it was that, great. That was probably the moment where he was like, "I need to be in a comic book movie," <laughs> <laughs> and now he is. The and he is. And so, he once played a dragon. That's true. Smaug. I oh mean, yeah. I feel like he's eternally a dragon now. Forever a dragon. Once a dragon, forever a dragon. You guys, this is totally, like, we're just going off topic. But <laughs> if you would get the chance, watch him do his mocap for yes, yes, Smaug. Yes. I've never seen better acting in my entire life. I'm like, you're playing the crap out of a dragon. He, like, he, <laughs> like, like climbs amazing. down on the ground and, like, talks to the microphone. And like, his voice is incredible. Yeah. It's very impressive. He's a great actor. There we go. There you go, this guys. This is the Smaug section. <laughs> I'm so glad that we're promoting this on a Marvel podcast. We're not promoting We haven't said the movie name, so no one may not know what we're talking about. <laughs> they know. We're all nerds here. <laughs> That's all right. Well, um, uh, yeah, we've got some great things coming in uh, 2017. Uh, it's kind of crazy that 2016 is over with. I feel like it flew Good by. Good riddance. That's true. Let's hope 2017 is better. Um, but yeah, as I said before, we've got some great podcasts. Um, if you guys aren't uh, hanging out on our YouTube channel, uh, you should, because that's predominantly what Lorraine and I do. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Marvel Minute on Mondays. We've got Thwip, the big Marvel show on Tuesdays. Um, we've got, we're going to take a short break. We will be back. Um, the second week of January, we've also got some fun stuff, Marvel 101s. Um, Marvel Top 10. Marvel Top 10s. we got more Ask Marvels coming up. Uh, more Becoming. More Becoming uh, in a few months. Uh, more Quick Draw. And you guys can go watch all the stuff that we did this year if you haven't at all. They're all playlists. And you should go watch the Fireplace videos because those were my babies and they're fireplaces. Yeah, if you haven't seen, they're all Marvel-themed, character-inspired fireplaces uh, sponsored by Coca-Cola. And they're 
incredible. They're awesome. They're legitimately so cool. There's Captain America. There's the Guardians of the Galaxy ship with like future fire. And Baby yeah. Groot. And Baby Groot. I, they're incredible. You should just put them on and like listen to the crackly sound. It'll put you right to sleep. Yeah. It's yeah. So happy. And Ms. Marvel, which and I was Marvel. very excited about. Yes. Yeah. That's right. She doesn't celebrate Christmas. It was funny. Judy came in t- came into the office and she's like, So what would like Ms. Marvel's living room look like with in the holidays? And I'm like, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Cause she never got to celebrate <laughs> Christmas and now have a tree. And I had a lot of like But I had angst I had Arabic like Sunnas. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of I had I had Arabic and Muslim friends growing up that had trees. No, no, no. They didn't celebrate Christmas, they just celebrated the American no, no. idea of giving gifts. No, which no, is, no. That is, that is not, that is not uh, certain families that I've known. Not. <laughs> not my own. <laughs> although, although my mother, I went home for the holidays and last year and I go home and now I have, I have 12, 12 nephews and nieces. My parents have a bunch of grandkids. The first thing I see is a tree in our living room with a bunch of different ornaments that are my grandkids, my, her grandkids, my nephews and nieces had made and put presents under the tree. And my mom's like, look, look. Look at what they did. They're so, it's so creative. And I'm like, excuse me. I was really depressed for 16 years. Because by, by 16, I figured I had figured stuff out. I was depressed that I could not join in on the festivities. And these kids, what a privileged life they live. I'm gonna privileged get, life. I'm going to get you like a little desk tree. Oh, my God. Your voice for your mother is perfect. Yeah, that was an amazing. Yes, yep. that was a great accent. Yep, and especially about the fireplace, if you guys didn't notice, they're miniatures. Yes. They're little miniature sets um, and little miniature groups. So um, big props to uh, uh, Flashback Media, who helped us make the sets, um, to Jason Latour, who uh, basically knocked out of the park with filming, and uh, Rich Herrera, who did all our sound design. Um, There is 10 hours of them, so if you are bored this holiday season, there's 10 hours of this video for you to watch. They're so charming. They are very adorable. So put them on. And they're in 4K. It's the first time we at Marvel have ever done 4K videos, original videos. So. Put it on the background. You're hanging out with your friends, your family. Put it yeah. on your TV. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great job. Great job, Judy. Thank you. Yeah. Great job. But there is, there's a lot of content coming out next year, which I'm I'm very excited about. I feel like the entire digital team has been uh, really working their butts off to create new and original content um, for our various digital platforms. So kudos to you guys, and look out for a lot more coming out um, in 2017. And, of course, let's not forget... All of the incredible other divisions at Marvel between publishing, awesome comics coming out, um, television, games, live events, themed entertainment. They're doing some cool activities. So if you live anywhere across the world, there's a chance there's some sort of live event um, in your uh, in your neighborhood. And, and we have a few films, just a few small films. And some films. Some little art house movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Experimentation. Uh, and TV and animation yeah. and Netflix and we're moving to new platforms. Yeah. Which is exciting with Runaways and all yes, of that Yes, that's stuff. right. Runaways uh, on Hulu, Hulu and we've got Cloak and Dagger coming up on Freeform in, uh, I believe in 2018. We don't really have a final date for And that we have yet. Legion um, coming out in February Mm-hmm. on FX. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot incredible. out there. Yeah, something for every different kind of fan. It's not all going to be straight up superheroes. They're playing with a lot of different um, uh, genres with the shows that we've got. Um, I'd also like to give a very special shout out to the Funko shorts yeah, that we just yeah, launched. Really cute. They're so adorable. Um, 
Funko, obviously, if you guys don't know, uh, are the little sort of bobblehead uh, figures of uh, Marvel characters. Um, and we partnered with them to put together these little animated shorts. Um, so check those out. I believe you can get them on... They're on our YouTube. Our U- Marvel YouTube page. Yep. Um, but super fun and really like something cool to show your nephews, nieces, kids to distract them when they're being annoying. You know, too, I'm really excited because we have um, those Rocket Raccoon shorts coming up that are all based on Scotty Young's art. And the... Uh, the people making them are from Passion Pictures who do a lot of videos for the gorillas. It's a really cool animation style because it couples their style with Scotty Young's style. Yes. And that's going to be coming out in the new year, which I'm pumped for. Yes. Because if you haven't, you can see, I think, a little test footage that is out on our YouTube, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's really, really good. We have a lot of stuff coming for 2017. It's crazy. <laughs> I think that I won't have a life in 2017, but I will be here every week on Friday to talk to you guys. You had a life before? I don't maybe, understand. Maybe I, I did. I, we all stopped having lives. When yeah. we I know. Up. <laughs> <laughs> it's confusing because we end up drinking a lot and hanging out with one another. I mean, when <laughs> I first started, we didn't have any movies. Yeah. So there we was didn't a time. Have any TV shows. You didn't have like television shows. Yeah. Four or five years ago. Yeah. It's insane how much it's grown. And even digital, I was thinking about our only real digital production when I came on was my show, mm-hmm. was The Watcher. And then we would do little like interviews and things that were at, as they came. And now we have a slate where you can literally go to youtube.com slash Marvel and watch a new show every day. Yeah. yeah. Every day. It's pretty awesome. And sometimes two. Yeah, sometimes multiple. Sometimes we have so many things happening, and and, and we are looking to do even more for next year because mm-hmm. um, we want to we want to do more. We we love what we're doing. We're having a lot of fun, and uh, we're hoping to bring more stuff for you guys. So, and we also love to travel. I mean, I love to travel. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm also loving the 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 TLDRs that oh those are those great are really yeah. cute. too long didn't read I think that's that's a great way for people especially uh, a lot of our listeners out there who are like oh I want to know more about this is a great way to get like just the cliff notes of um, some of the the books that we've released in the last year or so so. Definitely, and they're fun and they're quirky and they're very super cute and cute. Yeah. yeah, and a previous intern. Uh, oh yeah, is the one who did, is the one who didn't. So there you go, guys. Uh, if you interned at Marvel, maybe there is possible future. Who knows? Question mark. Yeah, you, and if you're interested in interning, you can go over to the Disney job site and check out internships for Marvel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we have interns. Uh, I guess every semester, which is uh, spring, summer, and fall, and we have a wide range of interns. You can intern for Sana if you want to. You can intern for us in the video team or in editorial. You can work. At, we have we have internships on uh, on the West Coast too. If you but you do, do have to be a student. Okay, so if you guys are interested, just swing over to Disney Careers um, and check it out. So yeah, I think we've talked to you guys. This is the longest I think the that we've all got together and talked to you guys. This is great. Yay! Is this the last episode of the year? This is the last episode okay. of the year. So happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Happy New Year. Have a wonderful 2017. Thank you for sticking with us all year long. And uh, read some comics and be kind to one another. Yeah. Be kind. Be kind. Rewind. (laughs) Most people don't know what rewinding is anymore. Nobody knows what that is. I just dated myself. (laughs) Okay. As always, if you guys have questions or suggestions, please email us at womenof at marvel.com or tweet at marvel with hashtag womenofmarvel. Um, we'll be back with tons more uh, stuff in 2017 next week. And uh, we'll check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>